Hello and welcome to another episode of Raising CJ, the podcast about myself, Alex, and you over there, Bethany, raising our daughter, Cadence, Janet, CJ. Uh, she is five months and three weeks old. And well, as precious as ever. Yeah, it's getting to that point where there have been more than four weeks and a month and blah, blah, blah. So she's about... She's a week away from being... Six months. Six months. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just going to jump right in with it and do Bethany's Baby Gadget of the Week. And the reason we're going to do it is that Cadence is in it right now uh, because she loves it. So yes. it's a good way for us to be able to record a podcast while she's awake. And the baby gadget of the week is a summer infant pop and jump. And so you'll be able to hear her jingling and bouncing and moving the toys and maybe even squealing a little because she is currently in her jumper. Yeah. So this is a device that she sits in like a saddle thing and, you know, allows her to mimic standing and she gets to jump around and work on her standing skills right she just jumps up and down and hops and loves it it's got some spring to it i'm like oh you're gonna make me get you a trampoline when you're older aren't you um and she really loves it yes it's simpler to similar to a jumperoo or an exercaucer but what is attracted what attracted me to this one is that it um folds up kind of like a lawn chair so Bethany it gets real skinny fold up. yep it's collapsible and it also has a sun shade that attaches so you can do it outside and then probably the other ones have this feature now but this one has three different levels that the legs can be at so it can kind of grow with her as she gets taller she's already on the second level actually oh could have started it earlier yeah except you're not supposed to do it until well they're how old you know, I, I've heard conflicting things. You know, people right. will start as early as three or four months. Um, but our nurse told us six months is better. And also um, the occupational therapy website that I looked at kind of warned against it altogether, but said to wait no. until they have um, pretty good trunk control. So I think we we waited a pretty good time. And uh, it's kind of sad because you look at it and you think, oh, my gosh, she loves us so much. She probably would have been loving <laughs> sure. it for weeks. But uh you know we want to prevent spine malformation or whatever problems yeah, are associated right. and i mean nobody has these problems that i have ever known and i know alex your mom has talked about how you lived in a walker when you were a baby i oh, yeah. know i spent a lot Cruising of time around. in willows and, and they you don't know. make them anymore <laughs> well, I they do why. yeah but not yeah not like they used to um where everyone has one so this actually i found this i purchased on Amazon.com, and I've had it on my baby stuff wish list since before she was born because I saw it originally on the Pregnant Chicken blog, which I really liked to read when I was pregnant. Um, It gave me comfort as I was uncomfortable. And the author of the blog, she said something about how her friend calls it the circle of neglect, which I really think is funny because, yeah, you can just leave her in it and she she's happy is totally happy and we'll play with her toys and i mean she wants to look at you and laugh and stuff we yeah. we don't just ignore as long her as but you're, you can be further away though as long as like i was working outside i was all the way across the yard and she was really content and so 
as long as you're in line of sight, but you don't have to be like within five feet. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she's working on jumping and bouncing and she really loves it and all there. Are... Okay. And then the other thing I really like about it is that there are toys that are attached, but they're all attached with these straps with Velcro. So you can take them off for the most part. And then you can attach your own toys and then there are extra loops so you can attach, you know, different toys in addition to the ones it comes with. So it's very versatile, unlike some things that just have these fixed toys and they're stuck with looking at those same ones all the time. Right now she's chewing on one of our, one of those ring um, snap together link things that are ubiquitous in the baby world that I just put on there with the toy. So, you know, she plays with, plays with it all. But I, I do think it was, um, I had it on my wish list, and for a while it was unavailable. Like, I, you couldn't buy it. But then it finally came in, and then it was like $70, and I was like, oh, that's so much money. But I looked at some of the other saucers, extra saucers and things, and they're a comparable or higher price. And then, you know, the nice thing about having a wish list like that is you can watch for price drops. Mm-hmm. And it went down $10 more, and I was like, okay, she's at the right age, price dropped, it's available. I want this thing. So I Get used it. some Discover Cash Back and, <laughs> you know, bought it. Um, and I think, oh, I mean, I spend all kinds of money on all kinds of silly baby things, as Alex will help Billy tell you. Absolutely. Yeah. And this has been definitely worth worth the money. Yes, and that's why we dived right in with the baby gadget, because it's one of the, our highlights of our life right now. Absolutely. And watching her in it has been a lot of fun and I don't know that anything's ever made her as happy as this thing does. Right. <laughs> so. And, you know, it's so nice that we could fold it up into its little foldable chair size thing and take it to your parents next month when, or later this month when we go. And, right. you know, it just seems like it'll yeah. travel well and store well. We take it outside, good. inside, anywhere. It's a good buy. Summer well, infant pop and jump. One thing that's it's been fine it just makes me nervous is when she's in this thing now she's like at eye level with maggie our dog and you know you're just not supposed to leave your kids alone with dogs or whatever and you don't know what it just makes me nervous because they're face to face and but maggie's always been uh sweet to her and good or whatever so and Kaden's there hasn't been it. any incidences so. Yeah, Keen's likes yeah, it when the dog is right in her face. Yeah, but she it gets does a kiss every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, it does make me nervous. Um, a couple weeks ago, we were hanging out with some family, and they had this brand new kitten, and their dog is always really good with cats. But the new kitten got by the food dish, and the dog like snapped at the kitten. Nothing like this right. had ever happened before. Exactly. And the you, kitten was a little bit hurt. If it ever happens, and, it's cl- clearly going to be the first time. But Right. And it happens in an in instant. Right. So you're just so like, oh my gosh. It just makes me nervous. Yeah. So we definitely keep a really close pets. eye on it. Yeah. Because normally if she's in a bouncer, you know, she's more... Like a seat. Closer to the floor. There's a bar in front of her. down. Yeah. And Maggie just doesn't really get in her face. Mm-hmm. Not as interested. Now that she's like at eye level, Maggie's more interested in her, I Mm -hmm. guess. Maggie's starting to pace because we're using her name. It's funny. (laughs) Sorry, Maggie. Um, But yeah. So we're just continuing to keep an eye on that. I will say that our pets have been pretty good about Cadence. The cats are still not very interested, but um, one of our cats who's very disinterested in us in general, he lets her pet him and grab his fur and pull on it and... 
doesn't um doesn't hiss or run away or anything so I think in the pecking order of our family they're starting to get that this human is important fine (laughs) (laughs) we'll tolerate it okay Uh, we've also started solid foods we have just rice cereal yeah started with the rice cereal and that went pretty well Mm -hmm. um i think a little too quickly we decided let's try another flavor and did sweet potato like a couple days four days later i tried her on some sweet potato puree and she was like ew this is gross she did kind of make a face. Get away from me. <laughs> and I, I intend to like let her make faces and still give her things. But then I was like, oh, <laughs> she's laughing. Um, I, you know, maybe this is too soon. It didn't feel right. So I, I was like, oh, okay, we'll just keep with the cereal for now. And we'll we've try just it again later. Oh yeah. Um, we're gonna, we have a doctor appointment coming up, and I'll talk to the pediatrician more about different foods then. And there's no need to rush it. Um. I had talked to her daycare provider about over there, you. <laughs> about going to an eight ounce bottle or maybe two eight ounce bottles. She's not doing three sixes right now. And I don't know if if I just asked if it's typical that babies start drinking more ever. Um, especially breastfed babies since she's had the gambit, regardless of what I've heard from the lactation folks. And she said, yeah, she said that, yeah, they'll drink two eight-ounce bottles with rice cereal in them and then a four-ounce snack bottle in the afternoon. And she was like... You put cereal in the bottle? Yeah, and I've heard that before. And even her first rice cereal feeding, you know, they suggested a one tablespoon to four tablespoons of breast milk ratio right on the can, which was basically like it just dissolves into nothing. I'm not sure that I'm totally on board with just feeding her rice cereal in a bottle. Um, I don't really yeah, get the point. Yeah, the purpose. Yeah, because yeah, I'm do. like trying to train her to eat food. Right. And I mean, I, I know it has iron in it that she could use, but other than that, I don't really know that it adds any nutritional <laughs> deficit. Um, so I just want to talk to the doctor about doing that too. So right now what we've just been doing is I feed her one meal while we eat usually in the evening. <laughs> Because she's super active in the evening and usually super hungry. Um, she's pretty receptive to it. She eats about, I think, all together it makes one to two tablespoons. So she's doing, you can, I'm sure you can hear in the background, she's doing a combo of just being happy in the jumper with her fake cough that we've talked about in previous yeah. episodes. Yeah. She still does that. So Yeah, she's not distressed. She's, We're not just ignoring her. Yeah, she's just... She's smiling and doing it. I don't know if she understands the difference between a laugh and her fake cough yet. <laughs> what do you think, Cadence? Nothing. Nothing on the spot. <laughs> Where are you guys both looking at me at the same time? So this is just goes back to one of those things that um, people do foods for babies differently and I haven't really found a great resource that I totally understand yet so I think we'll just keep doing the small little rice cereal meal in the evenings while we eat it seems to be going well seems to be achieving the objective of getting her used to the idea of eating food from a spoon for breakfast too yeah but she's usually breakfast is hard because um (laughs) she usually has just nursed and has a full tummy and we're also usually in a hurry because she likes yeah. to sleep in in the mornings. Right. And not that I, I kind of like the idea of getting her in the habit of sitting in the high chair and eating a few bites quick. 
but I'm not going to push it until um, we know what, I don't know. We talked to the doctor about a plan because she still has that little bit of a rash on her tummy, which I seem to have been clearing up by applying Burt's Bees baby ointment like three times a day. It seems to actually finally starting be starting to get better as long as I stick okay. with that. Yeah, that's a lot of application. Yeah, which I'm happy to do if that's what it takes. I'm, I'd prefer that to some like steroid cream or something if that is what the doctor would want. But I still want to go back to the doctor and be like, hey, it's been two months and this thing is still going on. Yeah, we definitely want to. Is this something in my diet? Should we should see yeah. a dermatologist? I don't think I'm going to accept that. Oh, it's okay this time. Yeah, I don't think it's a problem or <laughs> whatever <laughs> she said. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, it's, no, yeah, we're worried it's about stubborn. It. Yeah. yeah. And, and I kind of feel like maybe I should have um even if it's addressed just, it yeah. a month ago but well, i keep thinking it's gonna get better <laughs> right and even if it's just that what was one theory that it's her pores sweat sweat glands aren't open yet yeah whatever. heat rash or something yeah mm-hmm. prickly well, as long heat. As if she would tell us that then i'd be okay with it yeah you know, and she'll grow out of it but right we want to know what it is <laughs> yeah it's not in the um American Academy of Pediatrics book that I have, you know, I fa- did find something that looks similar to it on the internet, but yeah, it just isn't, it isn't real clear what's going on with that. So I'd like to Figure talk to the doctor out. before we so start introducing, allergy. yeah, if she has a sensitivity, yeah. yeah, that'd be good to know. Clearly it's not making her unhappy. No, <laughs> totally fine. But if it's like, she gets some trace of something because it's something you eat. Exactly. She's going to be allergic to it. And right. We need to find out. Right. Because I don't stay away from peanuts, gluten, eggs. Those are big parts of my diet. So, or right. I don't drink a lot of milk, but I don't know if, it, if it's something that I can do. Even soy. I eat kind of a lot of soy because I'm pescatarian. And yeah. So be happy to just try and solve the mystery. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had a very traumatic experience. Super traumatic this last week <laughs> our dog maggie uh doesn't really it's not really baby related but it's pretty interesting that happened to us so our dog maggie got sprayed by a skunk in our backyard which is fenced in by the way so the skunk got into our backyard somehow and then was trapped in there so but anyway um luckily actually we had just put Cadence to bed and she stayed asleep um, but then Maggie was in the backyard barking. So when she's barking, I just open the door and let her in. Um, and I did that and she goes by me and then I get a whiff. I'm like, oh God, I think she got sprayed. It's so she and then Bethany, you know, she gets the whiff like, oh my God. Um, so I think she was in our house for like six seconds. Like well, we got her out. She ran in like she always does, which yeah. involves running through the kitchen, through the dining room and then kind of at the break between the living room and dining room. So she made yeah, it right. into the house. Yeah, like 20 feet into the house. And you <laughs> said, did you get sprayed by a skunk? And I was like, I don't smell. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it took me yeah. a second. And then I was like, yes, she did. Get her out of here. Get her out of the house. It's like a delay. You're like, you're not sure. Yeah. I don't know. So we got her out. So I mean, But yeah, sorry, I'm rambling. But got her out immediately, kicked her back out to the backyard. But the skunk was still back there. So, because he was like trapped. Uh, so I don't know what how long that went on. If she got sprayed more after that, eventually the skunk, you know, went through like the crack in the gate or something and got out. 
because um, I looked out the front door and then the skunk was in the front in the front yard. yard. Um, yeah, you're still fine. So, and so even though she was only in the house for ten seconds max, some yeah. of the oil from the skunk, whatever, whatever that skunk spray stuff yeah, is, I think it just got sprayed on her. And so it, it was dripped just off her onto our floor. Yes, inside. luckily hardwood floor. So we immediately wipe it up. Yeah, we. But the whole house stank upstairs, <laughs> downstairs, everywhere. Like no, upstairs, burn, not so much. Burn the back of your throat. Well, upstairs, actually, in Cadence's room, it was really bad because that's right above the back kind of porch where it happened. I, that area. So Cadence's room, which is far away from all of this, stank really bad. I thought really that was bad. next day, though. But well, anyway. sure. I mean, yeah, it spread. But that was the one house. of the things we did. Like Beth- yeah. Bethany actually. Ate reacted super fast to all this she started cleaning the floors like immediately and i was just like oh my god this sucks uh and i think you ran upstairs and closed the door to our upstairs yeah um so that was really good she was acting fast i was just like trying to figure out how i could try to get maggie out of the backyard with the skunk back there and then uh, it was all over before i was able to come up with anything um yeah, so then I started helping you clean, I think, and and the crappy thing, and is then that we were just trapped upstairs. The, <laughs> yeah, and the side of the, our house that has the most windows is also the side of the house that, that the skunk was in, that it was and spraying actually by. Yeah. yeah, so we and then it rained the next couple of days, which it was is probably so, a good thing. Yeah, but it was so hard to like air out the house. All oh, right, because when it was cold, yeah, so like we didn't want our windows open too much. And um, by the, the next morning, um. The daycare lady said she could smell it on us. Yeah, I brought her in. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, so I, so that night I went, after the skunk finally went away, I went and uh, put Maggie in the garage. Because uh, if she, if we left her out, she'd be howling at the moon or squirrels or something. And um, so I put her in the garage for the night. And I mean, that made our cars kind of smell and, <laughs> and stuff. So. I think that's what, like our babysitter smelled. Um, I mean, it was it was in the air in here, so probably just by walking through here in the morning, our clothes got it a little bit. Um, but it was hard for you and I because we had kind of like breathed it in directly, and it was like mace or something. Not that I've ever been sprayed by mace, but it just burned the whole yeah. back of your nose and, and throat. Was so still, it was like stuck in our. I know it made you gag, and I yeah. was still. If you remember last episode, I was a little sick sounding. I was like just still recovering from the end of that. And it definitely prolonged like my cough and my throat for a couple of days because it just made it worse. Um, well, it was just a whole, it like took over our life for several days because you stayed home from work the next yeah, day. Yeah, I took the next day off work to and go buy the right supplies and bathe her. And tons of Febreze. Like two and times and yeah, yeah, went and bought Febreze. I was... After that, I told Bethany, skunks are good for the economy because it made me go spend like a bunch of money on supplies. Um, yeah, you also said Sam's Club is really busy. <laughs> so in the middle of a day. So maybe yeah. everyone's buying skunk supplies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you asked if it was elderly or moms or housewives something. or yeah. something, and I'm... I was like, it's a, a good, it's a good mix of both, unless everyone's dogs got sprayed by skunks <laughs> last night. Um, so yeah, so yeah, that just stunk. Well, it stunk literally, and <laughs> and it was just like annoying. Just 
especially Cadence had just gotten down. I think I had just finished dishes. I'm like, I'm on my way upstairs. It's just getting dark, so Maggie's coming in. Like everything's winding down, and then yeah, we're boom, trying to go to bed. everyone's awake. And then we had to deal with yeah. that. <laughs> uh, oh well. Which obviously is when that happens at night, right? <laughs> but anyway, if uh, just if anyone's curious, wants to know uh, what worked was giving her a bath in hydrogen peroxide mixed with baking soda mixed with dish soap. You can look up the recipe online. It was on the Humane Society website, right? And, yeah. And then followed by just a normal shampoo bath. And then the next day, I gave her a Coke, a Coca-Cola bath uh, followed by a normal shampoo bath. And, and none then, of this did she like. Yeah, she fought me on all of it. But um, and then on, like, on the third day, we felt comfortable enough letting her in the house. Mm-hmm. So, And a lot of people say... Uh, they kicked their dog to the garage for a week or something after that. So no, I thought it, it worked pretty job. good. I mean, if you, still, if you put even it's been ten days or something, and if you bury your face in her neck, you're gonna be able to smell it. Right, but it was it's no more stronger than her normal like bad dog smell. Exactly. <laughs> so she's just a little cleaner. It's just skunk, it's yeah. skunk specific then. Uh, and the funny thing is, after this happened. You know, we did the immediate cleanup and then I went on Facebook and I was like, help, what do we do? And I got a bunch of responses, uh, mm-hmm. including a suggestion for that recipe for the first bath and a link to the Humane Society. And then also our friends who had a baby the same day we did this year, their dog got sprayed by a skunk five times this year. And I was just like, how have you not been posting about this like crazy? I feel right. traumatized. Do they live in the country though? Or? Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was more shocked about. Like we live in the in the inner city of Duluth and why is there a skunk here? <laughs> yeah. but, and we were on a walk yesterday and we saw one walking around the neighborhood during the day. So if there's something going yeah, on, skunks. that was a little worry, worrisome, but yeah. Anyway, that stunk. <laughs> ha 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 ha. So now I want to go on another like mini rant. Okay. Um, I have mentioned before that I get these updates from the bump.com as Cadence is developing, they'll say, oh, your baby's blah, 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 weeks old. Here's some things to look out for. And then they have lots of fun articles and cute baby pictures to look at. So I get sucked in when I open this email. I tend to start doing some clicking. And one thing I saw was this article about the CDC's recommendations for cleaning your breast pump parts. So um, I think within the last couple months, it's September now, and I just looked up uh, looked this topic up. And Parents.com did an article about it uh, back in July. Um, and the CDC, following an incident with a infant getting a bacterial infection in their brain, um, came up with some guidelines for moms who are pumping for cleaning their pump parts. Seems like a reasonable thing to do, except that they're kind of ridiculous. <laughs> they recommend that you wash your pump with soap and water, or your pump parts, every time that you pump. This is not reasonable for me at work, for most people at work. It, first of all, it takes long enough just to get the time to set up the pump pump, and take it all down, let alone finding a sink to wash your, a sanitary location to wash your stuff with soap and water. I mean, that's another 10 minutes right there. So now you're spending hours and hours doing this. These so, recommendations and practicality never seem to line right. up at all. Well, and I understand, like, if you're going to come up with the best possible recommendation, that's what you do. Yeah. And like, then, if you have servants in your house, this is what you do. 
right <laughs> and it does say to rinse your parts between and then wash with soap and water as soon as you can if you can't do it every time but i don't actually even have a sanitary place to rinse my parts so what i do is i have a little fridge in my room that we got for the room and um i just refrigerate my stuff in between i do, do wish yeah. like like a mini like fridge. they bought one mm-hmm. oh cool um and uh yeah i mean i i've known other moms who did rinse in between um and i'm not even doing that and i get a little bit like how is that gonna help you know like the milk in the bottles those bottles don't get washed every i mean they get washed every time they're used but i don't really understand what's not sanitary about this um especially i wash my hands before i pump and you know i try to keep Mm -hmm. everything clean but yeah, I just, I was like, oh, that recommendation had to be come up with by somebody who's never pumped and worked full time before because this is not even a thing sure that you could man. do. Yeah. Um, I mean, who's I've never been, done dishes. I've never, I've been to uh, pumping rooms, lactation rooms that did have like a sink with soap and water and stuff to clean the sink. And, you know, that was pretty nice and fancy, but that is not the situation I'm in. And it also recommends that you let things air dry. Um, where am I going to leave my stuff to air dry? And it reminded me of, I was thinking about this, about how, like, what would I do if I wanted to follow this recommendation? Like, I'd probably have to go to our bathroom, clean the bathroom sink. The bathroom that I refused to pump in, by the way. So why would I bring my stuff in there? Because <laughs> uh, we don't have a kitchen sink. We have a lab sink and then like a garage sink and a bathroom sink. That's my options at work. And I was like, oh, it'd be so embarrassing to like carry my stuff around the office. And I was like, why am I embarrassed about that? Everybody knows I pump and I've nursed in public mm-hmm. but it's sort of to me like everybody knows you wear underwear it doesn't mean that you want to see everyone's underwear right you tend to i don't know be a little private about these things which reminded me a story of another thing that happened to me <laughs> which is that one day i was pumping in my tiny little room that i'm grateful to have but it is tiny and i spilled oh my goodness cadence okay <laughs> and i spilled four ounces of milk and yeah. it was awful because you texted me after that yeah and i i almost cried because mm-hmm. i have such a hard time keeping up and it got all over me but thankfully i remembered that i had a pair of leggings in my desk from actually when i was pregnant it seems so dumb now but it was like in case my water broke i would have a change of clothes but i know that like that doesn't happen uh, maybe someone told a really funny joke and you laughed and yeah because <laughs> that's you true know, too you're really pregnant well and also i don't know in my job with the water and the fish and all that it's always nice to have extra clothes but so i had some leggings fine that'll do i'll change my clothes what i had forgotten was that there is a pair of bright green granny panties tucked into the leggings and so that when i carried them from my desk to the bathroom and i checked the bathroom someone was in there so i went back to my desk but the underwear had fallen out into the hallway of my place of work. And when I went back a couple of minutes later to see if the bathroom was available, there they were just on the hallway floor. And I don't know how many people walked by these bright green granny panties. <laughs> Maybe nobody. I know. I hope nobody. But I was so minutes. embarrassed. And I mean, there's only a couple of people who it could have been. I don't know. But it's so embarrassing. I'm blushing just thinking about it. So no, I'm not going to run around the office with all my pumping parts and like leave them to air dry on my desk. That's my personal private thing. CDC, who are you? But I do wash my pump parts and bottles and all kinds of things. Every day we do some dishes um, with special soap and I wash the sink before I do it and they all air dry at night. Um, And I've been starting to use our dishwasher sanitizer cycle and I put all the stuff in the top rack and 
run it that way and everything gets super hot and clean. The thing is that every time I've done that, something has fallen to the bottom and gotten burned and broken by the heating element of the dishwasher. So it's sort of like, yes, it saves time, but I end up losing something every time. So it's costing. What about those cage things? So I've been using, I had one cage and I recently got another one. I just. They don't really hold that many But they pieces. don't hold that much stuff. So they're these little you boxes. Have, you have to have like six to eight of those cage things to yeah. fill our top. So I have two. And one's a munchkin, one's an OXO. <laughs> you are noisy over there. Yeah. Are you enjoying the podcast? And what I did learn. Yeah. Nope, just my jumper. See, that's how much she loves it. <laughs> she's just got a she's got a big grin on. So what I learned from reading this bump article was that you can use a mesh laundry bag to put some of your parts in in the dishwasher, which helps a lot. Uh, the thing is that I'm also using mesh laundry bags to wash my nursing bras, so they seem to be constantly in use, either upstairs or downstairs, and sometimes I'm too lazy to go down, and I think, okay, this time I've got it all set up perfectly, so nothing will fall down, and I still, I think one time I used a dishwasher without losing something, and then there's this other product that I found online that I'm not going to buy, don't worry. Uh, that is like the silicone stretchy net thing made by Boone. And so you kind of like stretch it across the top of the top rack so it holds things down. And I really like okay. that product. That looks really cool. It's something that if I was to register for baby stuff again, I would register for it. I saw it on cottonbabies.com. Uh, so it's just, it's a whole thing. Like this idea that you, you could possibly wash your stuff in between when even just getting it all washed oh, at yeah. night is hard enough. If you followed the CDC, if you follow those CDC recommendations and if you followed the lactation consultants recommendations, you would work like 90 minutes a day exactly. and you would just be pumping and, <laughs> and washing, washing pump parts and then <laughs> hand expressing <laughs> and then maybe you'd get a little bit of work done. Yeah. And it'd I be, have it'd been... be highway robbery. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of strapped for time lately. It's been good, it's, but I've been busy. I've been bringing work into my little room and haul my laptop in there from time to time. At least bring papers. and Not for everyone, but I've definitely... It's it's hard to work and get stuff done and be pumping. So I, again, am ready to be done. But the nice thing is, like I read in reading into this more... It was one case of a, a terrible tragedy for one infant, though, that triggered the CDC to make these recommendations. It isn't like there's been this widespread problem of um, infants getting bacterial infections from sure. pump parts. So, And the parts that in question had actually been left in a sink of dishwater for a couple hours before they were dry. So, you know, it's kind of like this is the extra cautionary route. And I bet if you look up the CDC's recommendations for say wiping out your fridge or something they probably recommend you do it every day and yeah, you know right. we, so there's a bunch sure. of probably cdc things that we don't do um and this we can just add to the list yeah <laughs> you didn't talk about my funny joke oh well so one day <laughs> so speaking of how i always have this sink full of dishes and an assortment of parts uh drying uh, and I help sometimes, and Alex not helps. as often as I should. Yeah, and one day he was me. helping me rinse um, the parts and and putting them, um, and maybe you were. I was like, 
trying to ask you to match something to something else and you had no idea <laughs> and so you said you're you said this line go for it oh i i stole the uh full metal jacket marine thing where this is my pump there are many like it but this one is mine <laughs> Because it reminded me of that, and you clean it so often, you know. I bet you could assemble it with your eyes closed, and yeah, we had been talking about that. Think, it yeah. made me think about that exactly. So I'm pretty sure I thought I it could. fit pretty well. Yeah, and Bethany liked it and started laughing. So. Yes, and I remembered it days later and laughed again. And so now, when I'm finding the task of assembling all these little parts and different bottle things together, I can laugh at Alex's little joke, and it brings a little sunshine to my day. I hope we give off that impression. There's a lot of laughing in this house, which is nice. Because Bethany's a comedian. Well, and Caden thinks things are funny, and you're funny, and Maggie's funny. Maggie doesn't do anything funny, except roll around in the grass, I guess. Yeah. And get sprayed by skunks, yeah. which wasn't very funny. I know, but it's funny now. <laughs> All right. Well, you got anything else? Gosh, no. I hope that's enough. Yeah. That was a big full two weeks. All right. Well, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, as always, you can check us out at RaisingCJ.com and subscribe uh, or however you listen to us. You could uh, rate us and review us. We'd appreciate that. And feel free to drop us an email at email at RaisingCJ.com. We'll see you next episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Are you happy, Cadence? Usually get more verbally excited. That's what you say. We think you're very funny.